You're listening to Positive Pulse. I'm your host, Sandy Washington. We bring you positive news, inspiring stories, and helpful information. Thanks for tuning in. Positive news and entertainment with your host, Sandy Washington. Positive Pulse. I'm Sandy Washington, and in today's Health and Happiness episode, we'll be talking about those heart-healthy foods that we've been told over and over again really helps to lower our cholesterol and actually helps to get that blood pressure in check and even reduce our inflammation as well. And we're going to be getting expert advice to help us decipher through all of that information. We have pharmacist David Foreman here with us today, and Mr. Foreman is best known as the herbal pharmacist. He's also so an author and the title of the book is Four Pillars of Health and we are excited to have Mr. Foreman on the show with us today and how are you? I'm awesome Sandy and I like the fact that you use the word fun in there somewhere so I like you know being healthy does not have to be boring. I'm just letting everybody know, okay? So, uh, and thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be on with you today. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate you saying that because we are looking for health and happiness. We want to make it a whole package deal. <laughs> so thank <laughs> Sounds you good for to that. Me. Sign me up. <laughs> All right. Well, consider yourself signed up. Well, we're happy to have you on. And you're known as the herbal pharmacist now. And just give me a little bit about that before we go forward into, you know, talking sure. about those foods. As the herbal pharmacist, Usually, you don't connect herbal with pharmacy. <laughs> you kind of yeah. look at when you see pharmacists, you're like, okay, I got to get that prescription filled. I'm on my way to the pharmacist. You know, my doctor just prescribed right. these medications for me. And usually, you don't equate that with herbal. So tell us right. about that. How did that come about, the herbal pharmacist? So real quick, um, my background originally is in pharmacy. I went to University of South Carolina College of Pharmacy back in the 80s. Two years after I graduated, I opened a very traditional apothecary-style pharmacy, did very well with it. And as I got on in years with owning the pharmacy, I, I uh, spent some time with a family member who was really into health and fitness, and he introduced me to the concept of herbal medicine. He's 15 years older than me at the time, and, and yet he looked 10 years younger. And so I started educating myself. And actually, to be honest with you, herbs and herbal medicine are not that far away from the traditional medicine of prescription drugs. And the reason I say that is that about 30% of the medicines that we take or are prescribed or now even available over the counter, the either the ingredient itself or the thought or the concept of that ingredient came from a plant. So as I got into natural health, I, I used to guest on an Ask the Expert program in Virginia where I used to live. And one day the host asked me, you know, so you're a pharmacist, but what, you know, what should we call you? And I blurted out herbal pharmacist because initially when I got started in all of this, my focus was primarily herbs and herbs only. Now, I think you could call me the natural pharmacist or the healthy lifestyle pharmacist because my education has gone far beyond herbs into diet, exercise, spirituality, and then the supplements that go along with all of this. I love it. I love it. Healthy lifestyle pharmacists. I love it. Yeah, right on. Just a lot of words. Just a lot of words. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so just wanted to hear a little bit about that, and we love it. We love herbal pharmacists, healthy lifestyle. Um, Now, back to the heart-healthy foods that we want to talk about, because people want to live their longest, healthiest life. We want to be on this earth as long as we can, obviously. So, But yet, despite all of the information that we've received, on the heart-healthy foods to help us to just be healthy and to live a long life. Statistics.
statistically, more and more people are still dying of heart disease each year in the U.S. So we want to all live our healthiest, happiest lives. So about those heart healthy foods, we need to kind of know which ones are beneficial and which ones may not be so much. So if you can shed some light on that for us, that'll help us out a lot as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about four real quick and then we can get into more detail as to why I'm saying they may not be as healthy. The four are oatmeal, salmon, red wine, and granola. And all of those can be part of a heart-healthy diet. But there's, like with oatmeal, I'll give you an example real quick. Uh, with oatmeal, what you need to do is you need to eat oatmeal every day, you know, full serving of it. You need to eat the old-fashioned kind that takes longer to cook. You need to not be adding sugar and other types of sweeteners to it. So we've taken something that really would be heart-healthy. Actually, there's a fiber found in oats that make up oatmeal called beta-glucan. And that's actually one of the heart-healthy components of just straight-up oatmeal. And most people aren't going to eat oatmeal every day. Most people are now buying instant, which is high in sugar, or you're making the old-school stuff at home, but you're putting, you know, a lot of brown sugar on it or, you know, honey or, I mean, God, you should hear the stuff people tell me to put on there. And you make it not heart-healthy. So if you're really looking for the heart-healthy benefits of oatmeal without necessarily having to consume it as a food, you can find oat beta-glucan in a supplement. So basically as a pill or capsule at your local pharmacies and health food stores. Oh, nice. Oat beta-glucan. Never heard of it. That is very good to know. So oatmeal can be very good for us, but we have to not overdress it to dilute the the benefits of right. oatmeal. So yeah. So, so if you're, so you're looking for a heart healthy benefit, the supplement's the way to go. You can still have your oatmeal every day, but at least you know you're going to get the true benefits out of it. And again, avoid those sugars. Those are just evil for everything, not just blood sugar and waistline, but they're evil for your heart as well. Gotcha. All right. Old beta glucan. Got to remember that as well. All right. So you mentioned salmon also, just to get those omega-3s. That's big, you know, with heart health. We're all taught about the omega-3s that are very important to us. So tell us, why would salmon be on that list? All right. So... So there's a couple of reasons, just like I gave with oatmeal, there's a couple of reasons why salmon may or may not work. So yeah, salmon is heart healthy. Generally speaking, it is high omega-3s. Those marine sourced omega-3s are what we have lots of science behind helping, you know, lower triglycerides and cholesterol and help improve circulation and decrease inflammation, all those wonderful things. The hangups I have with salmon is if you're going to buy wild caught, they're there's a sustainability issue. And I'm into that. I'm, you know, I don't hug trees necessarily, but I am into preserving things. There's really not enough wild salmon in the wild for the wild animals that need it for a food source. So then there's people that use farm-raised. Farm-raised, you know, they're having to supplement the fish. They're not actually out swimming in the wild, getting the nutrients the way they normally, they, so they have to kind of figure out how to feed them properly. Are they or aren't they? That's still a toss-up question. And then there's the whole issue that you need to eat salmon about three times a week in order to get that hard healthy omega-3 and it's expensive. It's hard to afford if you're, especially if you're a family like I do, you know, where my daughter loves it, my fiance loves it. So the, the three of us are going to have salmon. It gets kind of expensive to eat it three times a week. And then there's that good portion of us that just don't like salmon. You know, it's a fishy smelling fish to a lot of people. And so for those reasons, I'm not saying salmon's bad necessarily. I'm saying if you really want the heart healthy benefits of omega-3s, you need to supplement. And for me, I use krill oil. Krill oil is probably the closest thing you can get to getting the omega-3s from salmon because it's high in antioxidants as opposed to fish oils. Yes, they're omega-3s, but they're usually much larger in size than krill oil capsules. People have a problem with burping up fish oil or the digestibility. Krill oil capsules are smaller. 
Krill oil doesn't have that burp up. And then above and beyond, Krill also has other nutritional uh, components to it other than just the omega-3. So it has antioxidants in it, which help a lot of different health issues, not just heart health. And it's high in a a nutrient called choline, which helps with brain health. That is good to know. You can definitely appreciate that information. So let's talk about the red wine that was on the list as well. And a lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't have a problem with that, I can tell you. <laughs> so I, let's... I'm raising, I'm, raising my, I'm raising my hands right now. Yes. I'm, I'm about to say amen. I'm, I, I like red wine. I, I, I can tell you I drink red wine. I drink red wine almost every day. I oh, have wow. it with... I cook, I cook from scratch at home, and I usually have a glass of wine when I'm making dinner for my daughter and I. So, yeah, I... I'm I'm with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lot of people don't have problems. Okay, so yeah, so so why is there conflicting information on the benefits of red wine? I mean, it's, it's always said to be beneficial. All right, so uh, again, red wine does have components in it. Primarily, a compound called resveratrol, R-E-S-V-E-R-A-T-R-O-L, resveratrol, which helps reduce inflammation. It's shown to help lower LDLs. So the hangup. It's not really a hang-up necessarily, but studies have been done to show how much resveratrol you really need per day to have that heart-healthy benefit, and it's in the hundreds of milligrams, and yet the amount found in a glass of red wine is maybe a thousandth of that. So it's in the it's in the micrograms versus milligrams. So you'd have to consume bottles and bottles and bottles of red wine daily to get the amount of resveratrol you really need to be heart healthy. And and of course, drinking that much alcohol would be very hazardous to your health. So I'm encouraging people, if you're looking for the heart healthy benefits of red wine, again, at your local health food store and pharmacy, just like earlier, I talked about, you know, with beta glucan and with krill. By the way, I never spell krill and a lot of people aren't, may, may not be aware of how to spell it. It's K-R-I-L-L. And it's, that's very simple to find. I mean, you can find it in your CVS and Walgreens. So these things I'm talking about today are very mainstream and easy to find. So resveratrol, again, you probably want to get the supplement version of it because you couldn't possibly consume enough red wine to get the health benefits you need. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for letting us know about that. So we want to go on to that granola, which um, I love granola bars. I'm going to tell you, I, I like my granola bars, but uh, just, yeah, granola, <laughs> just granola in general. Now, uh, you know, a lot of people love that granola. So that's mm-hmm. on the list. And we're always told that the granolas are pretty healthy. I guess if you don't buy the bars that have all the sugar, but oh, well. Um, so how can we kick the granola habit if this has been, you know, some Something that's uh, not proven to be as healthy. Well, you nailed it. You, you said sugar, and that's the key. So the concept of granola, nuts, seeds, and grains, whole grains, great idea. The problem is most people don't like the flavor of those things. And so they, they started to add chocolate and yolk, sugar yogurt and sugar and honey and things to it. Those things make it unhealthy. So what I'm encouraging people is if you're really looking for the heart-healthy benefits of granola, Instead of a supplement today, I'm going to switch to another food. I'm encouraging people to eat nuts. Most specifically, if you could eat raw almonds. Raw almonds are one of my favorite heart-healthy foods. I actually travel with them. I snack on them. If you don't like the flavor of raw almonds, you can mix other nuts that you may like into it. That's what I do at home. Sometimes I'll add some pistachios in there or this this trip I'm, I'm on right now, I'm, I've added some walnuts in there because walnuts are brain healthy. But almonds are great. And most people that have heart disease risk, we need more good fats. Almonds are loaded with good fats. 
Most people have heart disease concerns or overweight. There's studies showing that just a handful of almonds a day can help people lose up to 20% of their body fat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would have, I would encourage people cut the granola out or read your packaging, you know, look for the low sugar content. But for me, it's all about almonds. I love them. They're, they're crunchy and they're beyond heart healthy in my opinion. I love almonds, just so you know. I'm, I'm with you right there. All right. All right, so cool. <laughs> this has been some absolutely great information, and we certainly do appreciate you for stopping by and sharing that with us and giving us some clarity on that and how we can make sure that when we're intaking all of these heart-healthy foods that we're doing them in the proper way, and then we can also, again, get those supplements that can help us in those areas as well. Like for the oatmeal, I think you mentioned here the oat beta-glucan. I believe that's right. And right. And uh, for uh, Simon, we can get the krill oil, and those do come in capsules. And uh, I can imagine the oil. um, But, yeah, that's great. They come in capsules. (laughs) (laughs) And the red wine, of course, many people love that. But you're not getting all that you need. So the resveratrol is where um, you can get the rest of that. And then when we talk about granola, let's go with nuts and almonds, all natural. Sounds good to me. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, We appreciate you. We do know also you have a book out there at the Four Pillars of Health. We can also go to herbalpharmacist.com and learn more about natural solutions and natural ways to get those health benefits as well. And again, thank you, David Foreman. Thank you, Sandy. You've been listening to Positive Pulse. I'm Sandy Washington thanking you for listening. Please connect with us on Facebook Twitter at Positive Pulse FM and feel free to subscribe to our podcast at PositivePulseFM.com. Positive Pulse.